Welcome to the SUMC podcast, where I hope to encourage you towards life and church revitalization. And I am your unofficial source for revitalization within the local UMC. I'm doing this podcast because I serve within the United Methodist Church, and I have seen an across-the-board issue concerning discipleship and discipleship processes, and I seek to use the knowledge that I have, and more importantly, what I'm learning on my own journey, with those of you who may have been struggling for years or who are just starting out and might have some ideas, or maybe you don't even know what to do. So let's walk this journey together. This is episode four, where I'll be talking about the simple discipleship process, which is the meat and potatoes of this podcast. So let's get right into it. So the big issue that's been bothering me, and I'm often surprised about, is the overall ignorance of what discipleship and a discipleship process means in our local UM churches. To be clear, I mean ignorance as in the absence of knowledge, not stupidity. I'm generally disappointed with leadership at all levels and the lack of training that has been provided. And to be sure, I'm also disappointed at the lower levels too that people have not taken advantage in the past to learn about discipleship and to do discipleship. We have failed to be an obedient church as our confession uh, dictates in our United Methodist hymnal when we do communion. So, I have much to say on that, but it's all beyond the intention of this podcast. But here we are, and let's fix things. So, let's talk about what discipleship and discipleship processes are. But, in true Methodist fashion, let's first talk about what they are not. So, discipleship and a discipleship process is not to be understood as individual programs or ministries in the church that are being done at the same time or regularly throughout the year. A discipleship process is not about programs. So a bake sale, worship on Sunday, outreach and missions, small groups or classes, those are not discipleship processes, but for sure they can be elements within a discipleship process in your church. But just because you might have them, or one or two of them, does not mean that you have a discipleship process or a method of making disciples. So, what a process is, is a discipleship process is ingredients that work together that will take someone in your church that has been there for a long time or has never been there at all, to become a leader and discipler, a disciple who makes disciples within your local church. I believe there are necessary ingredients for a discipleship process in every church, and I'll be talking about that in episode 7. So a discipleship process takes someone from point A to point B, where at point A, they might be somebody standing in the crowds listening, to point B, where there's someone who's discipling other people. So that's essentially a discipleship process. And in your local churches, you have to figure out how you are going to do that in your own unique ways. So here are six things to think about. To make a discipleship process happen, you should work with your leadership team. Chances are you're in a church that still works with a committee structure. 
Um, in short, uh, committee structures can still work, but there's still an older model that isn't being used in a lot of churches that are seeing a lot of growth in a lot of churches that are making disciples. Um, but for now, chances are you're going to need to work with your ad council or a core group. And I'll discuss a core group in the next episode. So your leadership team, I would take the head chairs of all the main committees and make them into your core group. So that would be your lay leader, your SPPRC chair, your trustee chair, your ad board chair, and your finance chair. And so including the pastor, that's six people. Um, I'll go over those uh, in another episode later on and what I think those chairs should do in the discipleship process if you're working with a committee structure. But essentially, that core group, that ad council group, is going to become your leadership team. So the first thing, work with your leadership team and discuss what a disciple is and what a discipleship process is going to look like in your church. And so that brings me to number two. The second thing to think about is, what is a disciple? And what is discipleship? So in your minds, what does a disciple look like of Jesus Christ? And then how are you going to, in your church, create a process to make disciples? Now, the United Methodist Church, and I may have mentioned this in another podcast, has um, guidelines for the committees. And I think there's a total of 25, maybe 30 guidelines. Um, So there's one for the pastor, there's one for worship, there's one for ad council, there's one for SPPRC, etc., etc., Now, the first two pages of every single one of those guidelines is um, questions about what a disciple is and what a discipleship process looks like. And so each committee answers that for themselves. But, in my mind, if each committee is deciding that for itself, then you're still going to have division and chaos and uncertainty. So that's why I say bring the chairs together and discuss that as committee chairs. Come up with a disciple and what it looks like in your church and what you want it to look like and then come up with a discipleship process, and then those chairs will go and begin to reproduce that idea in those committees. So first, work with your leadership team. Gather those people together. Let them know the purpose of that gathering together. Or repurpose your admin meetings. Number two, things to think about. What is a disciple, and what is a discipleship process? And I think the discipleship process and discipleship is the DNA of Methodism. I mean, it's how we got started. And I just don't understand how we've gotten away from it. But, you know, I guess that's just what happens over time. You get into a routine. Things are kind of the way they are. You do things as they've always been done. And suddenly you find that you've been in a bubble and the rest of the world has passed you by. And coming into your church is like stepping into the 1950s. Well, I think that you can quickly get back on track with talking about a discipleship process. So here's another thing to think about. Number three, you actually might need to start with people of peace that are not considered current leaders or current chairs. I mean, let's face it. Some people are filling a role. They're not called to do that role, but they've been asked to fill it because we have to put somebody's name down on our yearly reports. So you might need to start with a core group that's not actually your leadership team 
And you know what? That's okay. Just be open in the dialogue. Let people know what you're doing. Start with the people that are your ad council. And if they're not interested, that's fine. Just find those people of peace and just get started on a discipleship process. And as a pastor or leader in your church, then bring it to the ad council and say, hey, this is what we've talked about. This is what I'd like to see us move forward with. And just get everybody on the same page. Take that chip off your shoulder. I'm just going to say that real quick. Be humble about this and be patient because God is sovereign. And I really think that when you press into this, the Holy Spirit's going to guide you. The timing will always work out. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other and don't get discouraged. I mean, you're going to feel discouraged. I feel discouraged. But we know that God is in control as long as we're faithful. So keep putting one step, one foot in front of the other. Sorry. So number one, work with your leadership team, your ad council. Number two, begin discussing what a disciple is and what a process might look like in your church. Number three, maybe you need to start with people of peace. Number four, maybe you need to start a church within a church. Maybe your congregation is happy with the way things are. Well, you need to begin recruiting and equipping people that would like to see the church not only survive in the future, but maybe be something a little bit different than it is right now. And so start a church within a church. That could be a separate service. It could be a different way of doing sermons for a while. I don't know. In your particular church, you might have to figure that out. But please be humble about it. <laughs> Which brings me to number five. Focus on one thing at a time when you find out what your discipleship process is going to be. Other things are going to come up. Those ministries, those programs are going to continue to happen in the church. But you're going to have to slowly turn the ship around. Begin to fund the things that are going to be key in your discipleship process. And so this leads me to number six. Don't assume everybody knows what you know. Don't assume that everybody doesn't have as much knowledge as you do. Be humble. Always consider yourself a teacher and a shepherd. And gently teach people what you know about discipleship or discipleship process. And if you don't know anything, if you feel lost and you're hearing these, th these things to think about and you're like, yeah, but how do we actually do this? Well, that's what I'm going to cover in these uh, subsequent episodes. So we'll get there. So we need to be patient. Which So here's your bonus number seven to think about. This is going to take time. It's not going to take one year. It's not going to take a few months. This is going to take many, many years. So if you're focusing on one thing at a time and you're discussing things with your leadership team and your core group and you're slowly getting more and more people on board to where this is becoming the culture and the atmosphere of your church, I hope you realize that that's not going to happen in a day. And if your church is still using a model that was good in the 1950s, this is, what, 70 years later, so it's going to take a while. So just have that understanding in mind. Um, and I know that, you know, appointments might come to mind and how long pastors usually last in an appointment. That's a discussion for another time. Right now, hope in the Lord and, and think on these things. So think about working with your leadership team. Think through what a disciple is and what a process might look like to make a disciple in your local church. Look for those people of peace and maybe start with them if the leadership is unwilling. 
Maybe you need to start a church within a church if your congregation is unwilling. Um, start and focus on one thing at a time. Always teach and be teachable. And understand that it's going to take time. Now, if you're a new pastor, you can get started right away. Just get to know your core group. Get to know those leaders. Bring them together. Uh, pray with them. Hang out with them. Um, encourage them. Do the things that they're doing. Um, they've got blood, sweat, and tears in that church. They were there for a long time before you got there. And hopefully, you'll be there with them a long time from now. So teach them what you know. Learn from them. Listen to them. Begin talking about discipleship and discipleship process in your sermons and in your meetings. See where they're at. Slowly plan and discuss the how, but also understand the why. The local church exists to make disciples of Jesus Christ to carry out the Great Commission. So talk about the local church in those terms. Maybe you're a pastor that has been in a church for a while and you're beating your head against the wall. You feel like you've tried everything. Maybe you even feel like, look, I, I've done this, I've tried this. I would re-examine what you're doing. And I love you, but maybe the problem is you. I know for myself, I was getting in my own way. So if that's happening, maybe it's time to ask that hard question with people that you trust. Maybe not your spouse, <laughs> but that'd be a good place to start. Um, but you should have a coach, you should have a mentor, and you should be mentoring somebody else. And you should have friends that you've met. So really be honest with yourself and, and look at what the church has done. Look at why people might be resistant. Look at how you're communicating things. And try, try to start again, but this time with a mind that you're going to take your time and you're going to do things right. Today's a new day. You can get started even right now with a simple prayer. Now, maybe you're in a church that has no pastor, um, and you're not sure what the future holds for your church. There's no reason to wait. It might seem like there is. You know, Maybe you feel like, well, we're going to wait and see what happens, see if we get a pastor, talk with the district superintendent. No, today's the day to make disciples. So read through some books on discipleship and discipleship processes. You might say, okay, great, what are those books? Well, one that I would start with is Simple Church by Tom Rainer, and the second is The Purpose Driven Church by Rick Warren. Now, understand um, that these books are written so that you have principles to use. Sometimes we can get lost in their illustrations and compare ourselves to the churches that they're talking about and say, well, we're not there, we don't have those resources. No, when you read these books... Try to see the whole picture of, of what they are saying. Try to look at how they were doing things and why they were doing things and link those principles and those reasons to your desires and purpose of making disciples too. So don't get lost in details of, you know, this church had 300 people, they implemented these principles, and they grew to 2,000. Don't worry about that stuff. Look at what they did, how they did it, the people that came behind them, uh, were they praying, you know, their methods? What, what were they doing that you could imitate? So don't look at the programs they did and don't look at the ministries they did, but look at why they did what they did and how they did what they did, and then go from there. So 
discipleship processes, in short, um, should be simple. But talk with your leadership team about what you're going to do to make disciples in your church and focus on one thing at a time. Maybe you just need to start with worship and do worship well and get that situated for a year. Maybe you need to change the worship music. Maybe you need to ask somebody in the town for a grant and say, hey, we want to hire this person. We don't have any money. Would you be willing to grant us $10,000 to pay this person $100 a week or something um, and get it done? I don't know. Talk it over with your core group. But focus on one thing and then do that thing well. And then in that, say, okay, what's the next step that we can bring somebody to a closer relationship with Jesus and be a disciple. And always talk about this with your leadership team. And you know what? That's going to give you purpose to your meetings. It's not going to be boring anymore and sharing reports or, oh my God, what are we going to do? It's going to become exciting. And, and some momentum is going to be built. It's going to be cool. But it's going to take time. In my own church, I look back on the last year and I, I can't believe how far we've come. And sometimes it feels like we haven't really moved at all but when you look at it we've done quite a bit by starting these conversations so I would just encourage you to really press in and say I want to be a disciple and I want to make disciples and how are we going to do that in our church together it really begins to change the vision of the church it changes the conversations it changes the atmosphere and you know right off the bat it kind of feels like it gives you purpose again, if that makes any sense. So what do you need to do this month to begin to engage in these questions about discipleship and what a disciple is inside your church? I don't know who you are listening to this, if you're a pastor or leader in your church, but I would literally make a list of individuals you might need to pray about talking to in order to get this conversation started. Maybe it's a coach or mentor. Maybe it's somebody that's, that's already done this and you, you want to do some homework first. That's fine. Because in doing that, you're starting the process. So have the meetings. Take your time. Let go and let God lead you through prayer and listening to the Holy Spirit. So next up in our next episode, two weeks from now, will be episode five. And I'll be talking about the core group and how to utilize your committee structure to make disciples. I'll be sharing some notes from the guidebooks and um, if I can maybe I'll even provide a link if I can find one so until next time be blessed and be a blessing